0: Lock Talk Radio We're here Give me the green light Cause I'm ready to go Let's have a good time
1: If you're going to bring back the Las Vegas Franchise, it has to be Outlaws They had one of the sweetest looking logos On the helmet Give it
0: Cause
2: I'm ready to go oh,
0: oh.
1: Mother of God
2: Especially when you have a shirtless Rodney Dangerfield. God bless Rodney Dangerfield. Rest in peace. But put on a shirt, man. Don't know what you want to see that. When you put that on right now.
1: You'll be headline news on Fox News. One cell, this on. One is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two,
2: do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football.
1: Gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Extreme Football Podcast. I am your host, Jay Dash, and welcome. It's another Sunday. We're one week closer. I just lost the count of the days until kickoff, but we still have a lot of stuff to talk about. Rumors, updates, new stories, much, much more. Of course, coming out in a few hours, or should I say in a few minutes, or say a few seconds? I don't I you're This is a bad way to start a show. But, anyways, welcome on the show. Today is XFL Sunday on Fox. There's lots that we're going to get into about TV coverages of the XFL. And my co host is the one who gave me this information, and he'll be talking a bit about it more in depth. Of course, rest of the movement guy, welcome. Hey,
2: this is your co host that saves his prayers and keeps eating his vitamins. It's good to be back. So, this has been very today. interesting news. Well, we can get right into it, obviously, after that nice bit of dead air right there. Wink, wink. Uh, WWE seems to be having talks with Fox, and they want to take UFC spot right off the bat. We don't even have to get into logistics right away, but everybody knows how big UFC is, and everybody knows how big WWE is, but what does this have to do with the XFL, I think that if WWE is able to finagle their way into a deal with Fox and they prove to be successful on their network, that could provide the XFL with an opportunity to have itself a network, finally, and a network that actually trusts them after a test run. What do you think about that?
1: I personally think the XFL needs a major TV network to survive maybe not for all their football games but they need like a spotlight like our tile of our episode is today xfl sunday on fox you need a prime time network that people don't have to go buy subscriptions or don't have to go onto cable networks to go find a game fox is an easy accessible tv it's kind of free you just have – you have a basic TV with basic connection, you get Fox. If you live anywhere nor, near a major city, I think it'll be a big home, run, big home run. I look at it this way. NASCAR, big numbers, big ratings, big success on Fox. The NFC of the National Football League, big ratings. And the World Series, Major League Baseball playoffs. Fox does very well with major sporting events, and of course every three years they get the Covenant Super Bowl. So they've been in the realms of broadcasting football games, so they have
0: experience.
1: They are not NBC where NBC is, at when the XFL was around 2001, NBC was trying to force upon the league and try and say this is our league to compete with Fox and CBS with the NFL. I think Fox, in my opinion, will be a it's a bidding war between the WWE and Fox. I just don't think how the setup is compared to last time in two thousand one, I feel like the XFL is not going to have as much of a burden like it did in its original formation and in its original concept what NBC was trying to push. But then again, will there be a bidding war for copyright laws because of that? Because NBC Own some of the XFL It's gonna be pretty interesting but it'll be a big Step but UFC to the WWE That's gonna be an interesting battle But it'd be pretty intriguing if it happens
2: Well WWE seems to be attacking Both UFC and The NFL at the same time as they're Bleeding Uh, we all Know that the NFL's ratings have Gone down not huge Numbers but Significantly noticeable numbers Uh, And UFC has also been uh, having some troubles of their own. Their pay-per-view numbers have actually gone down in recent years. I believe that uh, a couple of years ago, you know, a few years ago when they were more at their height, they were selling, they were getting like, you know, a, a, a lot of viewership, a lot of pay-per-view buys. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but they were getting a lot. And in recent years, they have gone down significantly. And the ratings have gone down. Uh, UFC seems to just... Uh, they have problems making new stars, it seems. Uh, you know The pay-per-views are still going. They sell them like they're going to be the biggest thing ever. And for one reason or another, uh, the, the ratings and the viewer, uh, the pay-per-view buy or buy rates have been down. Um, not exactly sure 100 percent why that is. I mean, I like UFC. I like boxing. I like all forms of competitive fighting. Uh, but yeah, there has been something strange, kind of bland that's been going on with UFC, and WWE smells blood in the water. Fox wants those ratings that WWE gets because uh, to this you know still today, Raws ratings you know are some of the best in cable television. Very few shows are able to keep up with them. If Fox was to make this coup and take them away from uh, Channel USA, I believe that the number of televisions that WWE hits, you know, overall with everyone's uh, cable companies, you know, because some companies give you USA and some don't. So overall, USA covers about 90 million televisions in America. If they were to go to Fox, they would, the market would open up to about 118 million. So right away, they're going to be making more money. And if that is a successful union, that definitely could spell, a, you know, a partnership for the XFL. And why wouldn't they do that?
1: Honestly, I think it would be a perfect comparison. Well, here's a perfect comparison. i to go right to it. I, I just got the thought right now. A couple of months ago, I remember reading an article. I think was... Like it, it was a wrestling article, and it had the subject uh, UCF or UFC, UCF University Central Florida. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, UFC, and they interviewed a bunch of fans who were wrestling fans and UFC fans, and and they described the it two. It's like, well, we know what the, the UFC is. It's MMA. You had you know, you had some of the great, great superstars there. You had like John Jones. Um, um, pierre uh, is a Pierre policy. I've lost track of it. you see so, so many years ago. I lost interest in it because well, I know cyborg and I, won last night. She got the TKO you know, in the
2: first round. I was able to catch that. but I'm well, a little out of the loop myself.
1: I'm out like all the guys who I used to like are either retired the rankings, and I've lost complete track. And this article kind of related to me at the time, the reason why people are getting away from UFC is because, A, UFC is not smart enough to change damn pay-per-view names. You're losing people by the freaking number that you've by UFC. Where are they at, like UFC 4,000 right now? Come on. <laughs> that, that, that's, one, that's one thing. And, people, and the another thing this article is stating was that the UFC schedules a fight two months in advance. There's no hype. There's no storyline. There's nothing for the fans to get interested in the fight unless you see past fights that happen every two months between certain years. The reason why people with WWE can stay consistent in the ratings is, yes, they do have a solid fan base, but us WWE fans watch SmackDown. We watch Raw unless, if it's live or not. I kind of watch it the night on Hulu because of my work schedule sometimes. But I watch Raw live, I always do. But there's a storyline. UFC doesn't have a storyline. They have hype-ups like a week prior, maybe two weeks, when they weigh each other. But there's nothing to build up the suspense and the drama until uh, the fight happened in uh, 30 seconds. Like, when Ronda Rousey was at her, top, uh, her peak, you had, what, three weeks of hype, and the fight lasted 20 seconds? Eh, give or take. That's a waste of 60 bucks right there At least in the WWE You get three hours of entertainment Yes, it's staged Yes, you know But it's still freaking entertaining Like this past pay-per-view The Elimination Chamber Go check out our podcast We did that in the same section By the way Big time downloads for that podcast I don't know why Maybe because it said WWE On That is actually our most listened to podcast By the way That itself Got about 96 really? downloads because oh, I think it had WWE, nice. and that, it was WWE tag, I, I I think, so. Well,
2: that's a pleasant surprise. Thank you for downloading yeah. that, everybody. Thank you.
1: So, our other episodes from the XFL, combine all of them together, they're about, roughly about 190 downloads, plus the 90. We surpassed 200. We're almost close to 300. Thank you for downloading the show. I, I meant to say that at the beginning uh I don't know where I've been today. Today's been just a very stressful day. Got called in on my off day, which really sucked. If you if you watched us or listened to us over the past weeks, so you've seen that we've gotten better. This was – I made, made a step back. I wasn't prepared. I didn't work. It's a different subject. But I think the reason why UFC is losing ratings is because I don't think there's enough buildup. There's not enough storyline, and there's not enough drama before the matches. And people are getting tired. Of, uh, hey, let's tune in to UFC 4001, or is it 2009, or is it 410? It's totally no, no,
2: 3,562.
1: At least in WWE, you get backlash, you get an elimination chamber, you get WrestleMania 40. It's a buildup. In UCF, you get three months of buildup, and you you get excited for a fight. You get by the pay per views. Like, I can't wait for this fight. Then realize it. it's not on that uh, pay per view, it's on next month's pay per view. UFC, I, it's great. MMA is great. I play the game. It's awesome. I suck at it. I'm more of a WWE 2K18 type of guy. Uh, but I think the drama, the build up, and what this article stated, what I read a couple months ago, is that fans begin getting losing interest in it because there's not enough big-name superstars, and there are not a lot of up-and-comers that are going to try to take the throne. It's just the same bland. oh, 20-second fight, it's over.
2: Well, this this is pretty much why Brock Lesnar is going to leave WWE. I know we're delving more into the WWE talk, but uh, it's rather essential to this. And on top of that, there really isn't that much new XFL news going on around people. (laughs) We warned you this was going to happen, but we hope we can still be entertaining. Anyway, Brock Lesnar, I think that he's going to be leaving WWE because uh, UFC needs him so much. John Jones has gotten into a lot of trouble. They thought that he was the next poster boy he's done. They tried to bring back Anderson Silva. That didn't work out. Ronda Rousey didn't last as long as they expected. Holly Holm as well. You know, no disrespect to any of these fighters. Any of y'all can kick my butt. I have nothing but respect for y'all. But this is just from a business standpoint. You know, uh, a, lot of these, a lot of these cats just haven't had longevity. And love them or hate them. Brock Lesnar continues to be a box office draw, even, even at 40 right now. Like People still want to see him. And it's obvious that Dana White is totally going to turn the cheek and allow him to come back in. I doubt they're going to suspend him for even a day. Because that last fight that he won was tainted. Uh, he had to give back some of the purse, I believe. Uh, eight, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he held on to the money. It wouldn't surprise me if, if he did. But uh, it was proven that he took steroids and He really didn't get any punishment whatsoever, not even from the WWE. So Brock Lesnar is going to do what Brock Lesnar does, as Paul Heyman says. And I think that he will definitely leave after facing the big dog, Roman Reigns. And welcome back,
1: Cotter, to the UFC. Well, you can already predict that Roman Reigns is going to win at WrestleMania. So to you WWE fans out there, prepare yourself if you're not a Roman Reigns fan. It is going oh, to already. happen. I'm excited. The question is, is will that be the main event, or will they do a women's championship to be the main event at WrestleMania? That's a question that I'm looking forward to. If they build up the women's match well enough, I'd be down
2: with that. A nice change of pace. Yeah. First time ever at WrestleMania. Women's you know championship. Going to happen? Yeah, I know. I just hope that they do it the right way, though, because on the one hand, you know, just... To be more progressive, that's a good thing to do. But on the other hand, WWE kind of has a habit of yeah. doing a good thing on paper and just really not doing it properly, like the whole Eddie Guerrero thing with Randy Orton. I'm pretty sure Eddie Guerrero wouldn't have appreciated being told that he was burning hell when he literally died. You know, the storyline for Rey Mysterio and he won the championship, being such close friends with Eddie. It's like, yeah, you did the right thing, but the way that you did it, eh. and I'm concerned that that's how they would do it at WrestleMania. I need a really good
1: storyline, a
2: solid storyline like Trish and Lita back in the day.
1: Now, I know this is non-XFL related, but I do think if uh, Asuka was taking on Charlotte mm-hmm. for the Women's Champion SmackDown, that could very well be the main event in WrestleMania if that was the... I expected that to be the match at May when Asuka won the Royal Rumble, but it looks like it's going to be Asuka and Alexa, so that's not really a headline, but if that was Asuka and Charlotte, I, really, I definitely see that as the headliner of Mania. Well, I'd
2: be fine with that. I have no problem seeing those two. Alexa Bliss has carried the belt with absolute grace, even though she tells the fans otherwise. Uh, I, I like the, the sound of an Asuka-Bliss match. I would be perfectly fine with that. Uh, Bliss to me is like the new female Chris Jericho. She's so good on the mic, and she's only going to get better with time as she hones her
1: craft. Yeah. So any Chris Jericho fans out there, you see a reincarnation of him as Alexa Bliss. Just don't expect uh Walls of Jericho. Don't expect uh, code. Was it the code breaker? Yeah, code breaker. But I like <laughs> Alexa. I famer. like Alexa. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. She's a good character. And the one thing I like the women's division now is that you actually have truly identified heels and truly identified faces. 10, 15 years ago, you had none of that. So you had a heel and you had you know face, but there really wasn't no development in the storylines. But anyways. So we here's the last thing we're gonna talk about in the WWE UFC scenario. Uh next Sunday is Fast Lane. I'm gonna tell you, if you're not a WWE fan, the useless the most useless match I've ever seen, ever labeled to be a main event at a pay per view happens next Sunday. Uh John Cena, AJ Styles, and Colbin, uh crap. There's so many other people. It's like pretty much the whole SmackDown roster is fighting. Yeah, you know, that's what God awful match. Period. Even though it's the main event, yes, but we are, I already know. I guarantee many of you guys know already. The Undertaker is coming back. He is going to face John Cena at WrestleMania. You kind of got the taste of it Raw. Maybe people scree, but this sympathy of Cena not having a clear path to WrestleMania pissed uh, me off.
2: I don't see. I don't see Undertaker taking him on. I don't see that happening. I'm still calling that right now. I do not see that happening. I, right, well. I actually thought for a moment that Cena was going to break out the doctor' thugonomics, you know, go back to the heel character when he was saying, I, I, you know I may have to do things uh, the untraditional way. I'm like, "Ooh, what does that mean? Could he be turning evil for once? Well, you know? the rock
1: did go evil, then he left, and he came back. So it's happened before.
2: Well, I hope he does it soon because time is running out. If he's gonna yeah, do his yeah. field turn, he he better do it soon. Um, but the anyway, thing that I was just thinking of to go back to the XFL. So after everything happens with WWE, and say on paper is a success, you got Fox and then Fox Sports One and Two. Do you think that the, the Fox would kind of go with a um a red zone kind of approach? You know, how red zone's got all the all the games going on pretty much at once. What if the XFL was able to simultaneously play three games all at once. So you could jump back and forth. I don't think it's going to be – not not with eight teams. Hmm. Okay. Say they change their mind and say 10 teams. Do you think that would be enough? Maybe 12?
1: You get to 12, yeah. Now, if you're talking about doing this new system in 2021 – I see. I see it, it happen. Yeah, because because you know, after the first year, if the I the first year is going to be a success. I have, with stuff I'm reading and the fan support I see on Facebook and Twitter, and the social media, and, and how Vince is really taking his time doing this, I really do feel the first year is going to be a very successful first year. So I do see a year two, and year two will get four new franchises. In my opinion, I think go from eight to twelve, to twelve to sixteen. Sixteen is the biggest size in three years, in my opinion, or in tw- in twenty twenty two. But I like the the second year, yes, I like that format.
2: Now, do you think uh, simultaneously, just like that, like all at once, or separated like college style? Because I remember you were telling me that of how that I setup do the, is.
1: I do the college style, college style, but for Fox, you do like FX, you know, or FX1. I didn't even think about that. FX, like for the noon game or 3 o'clock game, and the primetime game will be on Fox. Then the late game, the West Coast game, or you know there's going to be a West Coast team. You have them back on FS1 or FS2, but I look at it this way. Fox does the TV coverages, and I do get it. Would be awesome, but right when those games end, you can watch the full game and repeat on the XFL app, my or XFL network, in my opinion. Hmm. Could be some togetherness in there where you can watch either watch a game from out of market, like you see the NHL the NHL stuff, the NBA, pass, MLB with home plate, where you can be in Seattle and watch your favorite team that's like the Miami Marlins. Where you spend you know twenty or or eighty bucks a season package, and no matter if they're on TV or not, you still get out of local, out of uh you, you, how they how they phrase it is it out of your broadcast range games
2: out of market ran, uh, TV. yeah out of market uh, also a blackout market correct. We kind of have that problem. Like uh, over here, we can't watch Wizard games. Like we can't watch the Washington Wizards here. But we can watch any other game that we want, just not the home team because of uh, the deal that they have with Comcast Sportsnet. You
1: have, you're have you within 75 miles, D? Yeah, I'm within like about 20 miles. That is the reason why. And if you heard that beep in the background, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently my Discord turned on, and I don't know how that happened. Honestly, uh, I think the, that's
2: the least of, of the problems. Uh, the connections <laughs> have been a little bit funky tonight, but it's all this wind that's been going on, I think. Uh, the, what's been going on on the East Coast has been rather wicked the last few days.
0: Uh, I lost
1: power. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what the, today's temperature was at the local baseball game here where, the, where I worked at? Lay it on me. It, it was sunny. 76 degrees with a breeze from the north. No cloud in sight. Humidity 0%. Welcome to the wintertime in the state of Florida.
2: I hate you. I put mm-hmm. all my trash out to get picked up by the company in the morning. Next thing you know, oh, the wind just knocks it all over. There was trash everywhere, man. It's real bad. So the, well, hopefully yeah, that's we're the last definitely last living in last.
1: polar opposites. But <laughs> well, the thing is, is once it hits summertime, the whole United States is similar temperatures, basically. Virginia- I've been in D.C. in summertime where it was hotter and more humid in D.C. than it was where I used to live in Jacksonville. Years ago. So up I- oh, there, it gets hot. So <laughs> I People say, oh, you can't handle the cold weather. I was like, well, you guys can't handle the heat. <laughs> At least down here, we're using the heat damp- because it's hot for 99 days. 99% of the time. Our worst set is what our winter and spring is, and that's crammed into three weeks. The rest of it's summer and hurricane season.
2: Yeah, for us, uh, summertime is pretty much the worst, especially around August. It's just so humid. It's nasty. But I'd totally I'd take that right now so we'd have a better connection going on. Because <laughs> this wind has
1: been insane. Well, that's weather for you. And you can't predict the weather like when we debuted our. Or was it, it was last week. No, two weeks ago. Show I was dealing with the map storm front that came here, and I'm I live part of the city where if someone teases the power goes out. That's how bad I live where did I live. Hit you, but that's that's not my fault. That's the city I live in. <laughs> they, they're crappy, and they are overcharged, whatever I can. That's a whole different type of rant on its own. Uh but we do uh have a website that you can go look at. I don't know how, how that's a segue to do it Let's do that. We have a website which our official blogger, Chris Woods, is gonna be posting a story up here pretty soon. Uh, he has information and details of a certain former XFL quarterback he used to be a is a currently broadcast host or he told me is that he currently resigned or let go from his Birmingham uh, radio gig. We were talking about this last week, the backup quarterback of the Birmingham. Jay Parker. Yes, they, his show got, uh, got missed, but he's going to come up with detailed information of a this first article slash blog as going to be posted on our xfppodcast.com. Look at it. Uh, it will be up Pretty soon, he said he found some information, made some phone calls. Uh, he is apparently what – what I got from him sounds like he actually got a few questions, Barker himself, that's going to be wow.
0: exclusively
1: on the XFPPodcast.com website about the radio show and the reason why the – what happened or the stuff that he can disclose at the time. So some XFL – former XFL player, Jay Barker, unfortunately – no longer has his drive time show in Birmingham, Alabama. That is, And it the will be posted as soon as possible. I'm trying to get the details. But exclusively, FPPodcast.com blog about our former XFL player. So that was pretty neat that that happened. Unfortunately, the guy lost his job or there's some scenario. But it's pretty cool that Chris actually will have a very detailed, uh, in-depth information on the – Actions and incidents that happened in Birmingham.
2: Well, I can't wait to hear what happened. Sorry to hear about that, Jay. Shout out to Jay.
1: Speaking of Birmingham, as you know, the Wrestling Movie Guy does our player spotlight. Unfortunately, due to both of our hectic weeks, excuse me, we are adults. We do pay bills, do what we do to have our have a very successful life. Even you know, produce this podcast. We got paid bills. Unfortunately, his player spotlight for this week did not get done at the time. Um, and I'm not blaming anything. We can blame it to the weather. We can always do that. We can blame it on the we can blame it on the gray goose. We can blame it on the patron. Uh, I forgot the rest of the lyrics to that song, but blame it point. on the rain too. Yeah, blame, blame it on the rain. On the rain. <laughs> blame it on the snow. Blame it on the eight runs at the Boston Red Sox. Today in their spring game against the Baltimore Orioles. But anyway, yeah. Go O's. mm, Who cares?
2: You, you, they're just whatever.
1: Anyway, I grew up a Cal
2: Ripken fan.
1: I have much respect for Cal Ripken. I I have much respect for Cal Ripken. Rick and Rick and. Okay. Cal Ripken. I have much respect (laughs) for that organization. But when baseball season is in full swing, the Baltimore Orioles are in my division, and I despise them—not as bad as I despise the hated Yankees. But when we get into baseball season, I will do something personally. And I think I'm going to pass this by my co host Is that every Sunday I'm going to do a segment like my buddy does with the? Where I'm going to replay his uh, segment from last week during our break. I'm going to do a five-minute review. Sports America that have either XFL, big games happen, like we're getting close to the Final Four. We're getting close to the Women's Final Four. College baseball season is full swing. Baseball season is about to get going. We're getting to the NBA playoffs. We're getting to the NHL hockey playoffs, which in my opinion is the greatest time of the year is NHL hockey playoffs. It's a totally different beast. So I'll be doing like a little five-minute segment on great games, great update, so if you guys are listening to our podcast and you don't know what the score is, I may go over it. I'm not going to call, I'm not going to talk about every single game that happened, just for the certain weeks and certain highlights. So, I'm going to mix something up to have it prepared for next week. That is going to be one of my interesting segments I'll do, and of course, I'll sell my stuff to my homeboy here so he can fix the sound quality and hit me up with some good uh, background sound like he does in his uh, highlights and his current rant that we'll begin to later in the program. So matter of fact, we're gonna do this. We're gonna play last week's highlights of Casey Weldon, of course, with the Birmingham Thunder. Then we did the rant of the week. Then we'll come back and talk about a discussion where we know as gamers it's gonna be awesome if this happens. So here is last week's Casey Weldon highlight and rant of the week try to keep the show under an hour, folks. We'll be back after this. Give us a call if you want to be a part of the show, by the way, 646-787-8538. Mr. Wrestling Movie Guy, what is on tap for your both Casey Weldon and your fans,
2: sir? Well Casey Weldon, as you know, we played this last week and regrettably, with the uh high winds and everything that's been going on around in Virginia taking out the power and whatnot, making it a little difficult to get connected to the internet and all, I uh, was unable to finish my, uh, my John Avery video. So spoilers, next up is John Avery. You guys are the first to know. Uh, that will be done soon. Should be out in the next couple of days. Now that everything is back on track. And, uh, well, let's get Casey Weldon going. After that, I got a little rant of the week. I don't really want to spoil it but uh, it rhymes with 2k so with that said let's get going let's get some welding in and then stick around for the rant if you're an old school video gamer from 05 i think you know where this is going
1: and now our extended break
2: Casey Weldon was born on February 3, 1969, in Americus, Georgia. Weldon grew up to play quarterback at North Florida Christian High School. After graduating in 1988, Weldon went on to play for the Florida State Seminoles until 1992 when he was drafted by the NFL. And while in Florida State, Weldon threw for 4,628 yards to 42 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. In 1991, he was awarded the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and finished second in the Heisman Trophy vote, losing to eventual winner Desmond Howard. In 1992, Casey Weldon was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles in the fourth round with the 102nd pick. He was only in Philly for one season and went on to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Barcelona Dragons of the now defunct NFL Europe, San Diego Chargers, and the Washington Redskins. Unfortunately for Casey, he was never able to get a starting job in the NFL, but he was always known as a dependable, capable backup quarterback. In 1999, Weldon was released by the Washington Redskins, and it seemed as though his career could be at an end. However, in 2000, Casey Weldon was drafted number two in the inaugural draft of the XFL in the first round by the Birmingham Thunderbolts. Weldon turned out to be one of the best and toughest quarterbacks in the XFL, although his statistics may not reflect this due to his injuries throughout the season. He was a player that was highly respected because of his determination to stay in the game after several vicious hits. Well, then went on to have a respectable season as he threw for 1,228 yards, 7 touchdowns, 5 interceptions and had a completion percentage of 62.2. Early on in the Thunderbolts' sole season, They seemed to be on the verge of having a breakout year with a 2-1 record. But after Weldon went down with an injury, the team quickly fell apart. Jay Barker, coincidentally enough, also a Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award winner, subbed in at quarterback for most of the season but could not match Weldon's play as the team lost seven games in a row. The team showed a lot of heart, but the team went 2-8 clearly missing the playoffs, and leaving Casey Weldon with a sense of unfinished business. Unfortunately, Weldon never got a chance to continue his career after the XFL ended and was not picked up by the NFL, likely due to his previous injuries. After 2001, Casey Weldon retired from football, and today, Weldon seems to be doing very well for himself, as he works with his father's business, owns his own business, is married, and has four children. Remember to like, share, and subscribe for all the upcoming XFL player videos. Remember to click the bell and I'll be back with some more XFL content. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the XF Podcast, and this is this week's Extreme Hot Take. Will the XFL bring back 2K football? Let me take you back to 2005. For video game and football fans, 2005 was a wonderful year for football video games. EA Sports had just released one of the greatest versions of Madden to date and 2K Sports had released their magnum opus, NFL 2K5. Both games were brilliant, but fans will tell you that 2K5 was a superior game with excellent presentation, commentary, and realistic gameplay. NFL 2K5 sold like hotcakes, especially given that 2K5 was priced around $20 and Madden was priced around the typical $50 or more. Fans were hooked on 2K5, and then, seemingly, out of nowhere, like an RKO, 2K football was dead. Fans were shocked and saddened at the death of 2K football, especially after they had just released one of the greatest football simulations of all time. Why did this happen? Well, it's because EA Sports decided that they wanted to have a monopoly on the licensing of any and all NFL games. Shortly after 2K5's release, it was announced that the NFL and EA Sports had agreed to a contract stating that EA was the only company allowed to make NFL games. All other football video game franchises, including 2K, went by the wayside, such as NFL Game Day and NFL Blitz. To this day, the contract is still in effect. Now, with the XFL's revival, 2K Sports has a real shot at getting back into the football game market again. I highly doubt there will be an XFL 2K game out in the first year, but if the league can make it past the first two seasons, I think there's a very good chance that 2K joins forces with the XFL to release a new game. For years, gamers such as myself have crowned 2K5 as the best football simulation game of all time. And it is a crying shame that 2K Sports was never given a fair chance to continue the legacy of that classic game. EA Sports played dirty and took control of the market, and we the fans suffered through some very subpar Madden editions, such as Madden 08 and Madden 12. I know I'm not alone when I say I hope that the 2K company makes a deal with the XFL and brings back the storied franchise that has been missed since I was a sophomore in high school. 2K had a better product and EA Sports was scared of the competition. Whether it was legal or not, the fans got screwed. And if you were and are still a fan of 2K football, you should hope the XFO makes it because that could bring back 2K football from the dead. Well, guys, that is it for this week's rant. But remember, if you want me to talk about something that you feel passionate about, something that is near and dear to your heart, please send me a message in the DMs and let me know what this... Thing maybe I would love to talk about it, and with that said, well let 's get the show back on the road so back to you j Dash
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the x f podcast i'm your host j Dash. be right with a guy for a Back to back great segments. Uh, of course, Casey Weldon was from last week due to weather and being an adult. The new one of uh, John Avery will be up soon uh, and will be on next week's show, of course. You can follow his stuff at Wrestling Movie Guy on YouTube. have everything. Broby Bro B Bros out. I think the Chucky was the first, next one that's already uploaded. Apparently, Batman 1 or Superman 1 didn't go through because one of is being a bitch. But we're all gamers out here. I'm a gamer. I am a current WWE United States champion on W2K18. I'm also Woo. 25 games gamer. I'm a big time Madden player in full season, and of course I do WWE. But back in the day when I got into gaming, my first, I was an anti-Madden individual. Always been, and when 2K Sports came out with baseball and came out with their football game. I went to them because 2K was associated at that time with Xbox. And Madden, of course, was associated with PlayStation, even though they were on Xbox as well. And I just fell in love with 2K with Terrell Owens on the cover. And Madden players are on Madden right now. Uh, mainly 8% of good players on there. Not play them down in the XFL. But the idea of having the XFL on two K I like it. I really do.
2: I want it so badly. Dude NFL two K five can't put into words, even though I tried to in the rant, how good that game was. Like it really felt like you were like in an NFL game. You know, obviously the graphics don't hold up as well in, as as they as they did at the time. But man, like having Chris Berman there to like tell you to, like give you all the rundown of all the stats going on throughout the league, it gave it a real life feel to it. That Madden was it still hasn't quite gotten down right. I don't know why they've never even attempted to try to do another ESPN, you know, si- uh an ESPN style presentation. They try to do like this television thing, but it doesn't even have a network on it. It doesn't tell you what it is. It kind of feels like it's, you know, Gotham city. (laughs) It's not a real city. It's not a real network. It doesn't really feel real to you. Like I missed that presentation that two K five had the franchise mode was fantastic. Uh, all the trades that you could make, the, the draft, the way it was set up, and you could talk with the agents. Like, it was so far ahead of its, uh, so far ahead of its time because now with, uh, like, NBA 2K18, that's a very basic feature, you know, in general manager mode where you have to wheel and deal with the, uh, with the agents and the players. You got to meet their demands. You got to meet the owner's demands. You got to control the concessions. Like, NFL 2K5 started all this. And, man, it really is such bullshit, of the language, uh for, you know, for them to have been shut down by EA Sports. And I still play Madden. I still like Madden. But it was clear that after a while, they just didn't really care. They just kept on, you know, pumping out games without really updating them and charging us, like, 60 bucks. So if the XFL is able to succeed, you know, of course they're going to want to make a video game. Even the Arena Football League had a couple of video games, which were not bad, I might add. Uh, and it would make all the logical sense in the world for Vince to try to get the best company he could, and it's not going to be EA, because they have that contract with the NFL. So guess what? 2K, you're back in business. It's, this has got to happen. Well,
1: would be interesting Is if 2K, if 2K honestly gets back into Sporting or into the area in sport, what am I talking about? If we came back into football, let them try the Canadian Football League first. I guarantee you the CFL has been dying for a football game for ages. I don't think Ooh, they have I, one yet. I don't think so either.
2: Uh, oof. I guess. If, um, for me it doesn't Canadian work football, football, I just... Wow, that's so strange. I never thought about that. Why doesn't Canadian Football League have a game? Even uh for those Irish Gaelic folks that know this game, hurling. I've seen GAA hurling games in Ireland, but yet I've never seen Canadian football games. Like maybe there is a Canadian football game that we don't know about in Canada. Like maybe it just doesn't get any promotion. You know, is anybody out in Canada there listening? Is there a Canadian Football League game? We'd like to know.
1: I found an interesting stat. Just pulled up on Google. In the lovely United Kingdom. In the UK? Second? Sports, uh, game. I'm not talking about... I kind about of want to say
2: Madden, but I'm going to guess 2K. NBA 2K18. Madden's
1: number two. Is number two? FIBA is number one, of course.
0: Number yeah. two is
1: Madden. Number 3 is rugby, which I have some EA Sports or rugby game I didn't know about that only released in Europe and Australia. Yeah, I've seen those. And
0: okay. number and
1: number 4 is NBA 2K. And the fifth sporting game is WWE. <laughs> That's in the top 5 in NBA England. NBA is is
2: actually at number 5 in the sporting games.
1: It's number five, and I'm spot or ranks, which I'll let that go. They're basically almost like the United States, just
2: evil. wow. I wouldn't have expected that, but it is okay. like they're having they're having a huge resurgence in wrestling in the UK and Ireland. It's really getting big out there. You got like what culture of wrestling coming into its own, and then you had the uh United Plain Kingdom Fair. Championship in the WWE. They had that.
1: Uh, that's, that just reminds me of the European Championship, and every time I see the European Championship, I think of William Regal. Same here, but
2: that's not a bad thing. That's oh, a good thing. Oh, William Regal a
1: clear individual who's been labeled as Mr. England, in the WWE for ages. they still a be or is he still I think he's still in NXT right
2: yeah he's still working in NXT Uh, he's part of the developmental team yeah William Mm Regal is like a legend like nothing but respect for him Uh, I I love watching Breaking Ground and seeing him train the new kids you know when Sasha Banks and uh, Dana Brooke were all coming up it's just really fascinating to see everything that they're learning from him William Regal knows so much about wrestling. He is a wealth of knowledge. And if anybody out there listening right now is thinking about going into NXT or whatever, I'll tell you right now, get on that man's
1: good side.
2: Do not make William Regal mad. Learn everything that you can from him because he's one of the smartest guys in wrestling, in my opinion.
1: Oh, hold on here.
2: One second. Hold up.
1: Our main blogger here... The Ooh. XFP Podcast is well, on the line.
0: Sir, hey, Chris Woods. So
1: this, Joe. Uh, I see hey. that you've been digging up information about the news that Excel, can't say Hall of Brian Hammond has an XFL player that used to be a broadcaster. His name is... What's his name, wrestling movie guy? It just clearly won my head Jay Barker,
2: the former Barker. Uh, Johnny Unitas Golden Arm winner, as Casey yes. Weldon
1: was. So, what's the update, sir? Chris, I said that you've been getting information about, it. and I think that you have. You actually
0: contacted him, or you're trying to get a hold of him. Well, I did try to get a hold of him. He has not returned my messages. But uh, this is what I know. Um, as of after Wednesday's morning show, which is called the Open and Drive, with Jay Barker, Al Del Greco, and Tony Curry, um, they were informed by management just after the show two hours later that their services was no more. So that is official. And their, the, their midday show called the Jocks Roundtable has taken their spot. So they're going to have their first show this coming Monday morning. And, unfortunately, uh, former XFL player Jay Barker is no longer part of WJOX Radio as, as of this moment. Man, it's heartbreaking. Is there any other yeah, sports stations in Birmingham? No, this is the only one at the moment. Um, there has been some instances of trying to get a second sports station. Uh, they've tried it on two occasions. But no one has not been able to knock off WJOX in their standing. So this would pretty much be it for Jay Parker at the moment. So as far as him resuming his uh, media career, uh, that, as of right now, is up in the air. Hmm.
2: Man, like I kind of take for granted that we have, like, uh, two stations out here. We have ESPN 980 and 106.7 The Fan. I would like to, you know, see if a campaign for him, try to get him a spot. That sucks. Like just after we were talking about him and I was saying, Oh dude, he's doing really well. He's got the morning gig. Like that's, that's prime time. And next thing you know, he's gone.
1: That sucks. Just
0: like that. Yeah. Well, need, uh, uh, here's here's some to... no, I was going to say, um, usually when something like that happens, usually it'd be uh, the blame would go to the program director, but this was beyond the program director, the story I have heard, and I've read this online, that their general manager, David Walls, has been looking for two and a half years to replace the opening and drive, and he saw that the midday show called The Jobs Roundtable was getting more popular. So they figured that this was the right time to make the move, and, you know, it just came certainly. But he had been looking to replace that show for, like, over two years, and that's really unfortunate and uh, it was like really the worst kept secret in all of the city of Birmingham. So unfortunately, the, and, and actually the story made the local uh, newspapers and the, uh, of course, we have a, a media group called AL, uh, AL.com, which is, covers everything in Alabama. They even had the story online uh, two days later after the story it broke on another website.
2: So do you think uh, if he was to create his own internet-based podcast, would there be enough support that maybe they would just listen to him that way?
0: Oh, I believe so. Uh, Definitely Alabama fans would tune in, though. But uh, there's a a different university, UAB, which is the University of alabama Birmingham, would not support him because there was some speculation that possibly – that because he doesn't like UAB, UAB fans automatically thought, well, this is a good way to get him out, and that's not the case. So he never uh, really talked bad about UAB, uh, to my knowledge, but I've talked to some UAB fans. They feel differently about it, so they think they have won, but, you know, unfortunately, the official word is that the general manager stepped in and decided to end the show that way. So, unfortunately, that goes down as a rumor as far as the UAB thing, but that's, like, really secondary at this point.
2: If that is true, oh man, like, I can't really, you know, like, a man losing his job, that sucks. You know, I don't like Troy Aikman, even when he's doing Redskins games. But that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I want this guy to get fired and lose his job, you know? Like, that sucks. That's that's pretty low. What do you think, J-Dash, on this situation? From the,
1: he mentioned about the UAB. You got to cater to what the city wants. And Birmingham is in between two massive state universities, uh, notorious and known as the Iron Bowl, between Alabama and Auburn. Those two bases are massively bigger numbers than UAB. UAB, yes, lost their football program a couple of years ago they came back recently, and they're doing good things. They're trying to get a, stadium, try and get a brand new stadium, which was confirmed. But rid of a guy who has opinions against uh, against C O B is kind of absurd. There must be some more information. That, that's like having Corey Aikman be, like you said, get him released from job because you know he's a cowboy and you know we played in many years to beat your Cowboys. And it's like it's like 21 now doing the uh, CBS games. And damn, we got two former Cowboys in the NFL. Anyways, uh, I still... I, <laughs> I think there's the more and I just don't feel like you fire a guy because he has a different opinion about a local team in Alabama. In, Alabama. in the state of Alabama, it's Roll Tide or War Eagle. It may be an afterthought. Yeah, or it's after that, basically. I'm not saying they're an afterthought period. I'm just saying there, when you compare Alabama and Auburn, UAB will always be the third team in the state no matter what
2: it, it sounds like it was definitely politics uh it kind of has some shades of like uh howard stern opie and anthony kind of funkiness going on one program one, coveted over the other uh yeah it doesn't sound like he logically that doesn't make much sense for him to get fired just because he has a different opinion all kinds of you know, sports jocks you know, or, you know disc jockeys, like all these guys have different opinions. And I find it very strange that they would fire him for that. That does seem pretty, yeah. pretty
1: petty. So, Mr. Chris Wood, I know you'd be working on the blog and you're posting up for more information for our listeners to go find. Uh they for doing some. That's not really XFL news, but it's associated with the XFL. And I think we should start a little petition to get Mr. J. Barker to get a hold of uh, Mr. Arfura, uh, uh, Vince McMahon, so he can be part of the XFL in two years. Maybe Where do a, I sign?
0: Trying try to try uh, we,
1: we need to keep XFL people back, so we need to bring him back on the XFL, even though
0: they winds you on social media. Uh, definitely a lot of uh, contact uh, with um... – in, in relate to the XFL, uh, definitely building up for the two years for the relaunch. So there'll be a lot of uh, material on there, and definitely we'll look into other cities, because there's a lot of cities that watch the XFL. So this may be a situation where they need to pro- possibly expand after maybe one year or, or two. And hmm. where can our listeners find you on social media? I'm on Twitter at CW Box score and also at ChrisWoodSports. All right. Well, thank you, I sir. to make sure I send you a follow. Got to get you
1: on board. All okay. right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank, thank you, you, sir. sir. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you later, man. Okay. That was our official blogger. And if he wants to call in and give us some news like that, Uh I thought he made contact with Jay, but unfortunately he didn't. At least he attempted so got himself an investigator reporter for the XFP podcast. So I'm pretty excited that we got him on board. Anyways, we are at the one hour mark, so let's uh do slide into DMs. We have one M question and this is extreme. So here goes the intro
0: right about
1: meow. One Question. Johnny Manziel was quoted as saying in Arsenal Sports this past week that he will still be entered in the WWE, or WWE, excuse me, in the XFL. Vince McMahon, who leads the WWE, will change his conduct policy for players. Do you think that Vince McMahon will change the conduct slash criminal policies for XFL? players?
0: Hmm.
2: I don't think so, but there is a chance. Vince is a stickler. Uh, He, when he says he's going to do something, unless it's completely disastrous, he goes through with it. A la Roman Reigns. There's a lot of controversy with him, but guess what? He keeps pushing right on forward. I appreciate that. But anyway, I think right now, There's a 75% chance of no, that he will not change the rules. But there is still a chance, of course, at the remaining 25%. I think that's how it is right now. It's a little bigger than it was before because like him or hate him, Edel does make a good point. Uh, there's a lot of players out there that do have uh, prior records, some minor, some major. You try to avoid the major ones, you know, like the guys that beat up on their girlfriends and whatnot. Sorry, Ray Rice, you're on that list, man. I don't think you're going to get in the XFL anytime soon. But if it becomes necessary to bring in more talent into the league because there's a lack of talent, yeah, he might he might relent in some way. Maybe not allow felons, but maybe misdemeanors. Maybe he'll allow that. But as of right now, I'd say 75% No. Twenty-five percent chance, yes, that he changes the rule.
1: Right now, I believe it's about sixty forty, but when it be, you will get into about fifty fifty with some stipulations. I, for example, if you have a felony that was charged, that you're charged with, there's a lot of people that acquit of their things that's, that's still on the record. But it's not, never get charged, every certain time. That's, I think, the issue with Johnny Manziel. I think there will be a, a line where Vince can go, okay, we'll bring you on. But if you mess up one time, you're done. And that is it. I think there could be a chance. But as of right now, I agree with you, it's roughly about 25% sudden change. Uh, but as of right now, I do think you are you hit the point. You hit the point. Mark, uh, As of right now, yes, man, that would be great to be in the WFL, uh, w- oh, there I go again, the XFL.
0: <laughs> Just can't uh, get wrestling
1: uh, off the mind. Yeah, and uh, but honestly, think, people uh, say, well, Baker Mayfield is going to be a great XFL player. How his combine was this week. I think Baker Mayfield is going to bust in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a Johnny So I actually think he's going to be a Casey Keenum or a. Uh, uh, who's a quarterback for Nick Foles? Uh, so everyone who's big Baker Mayfield guys, calm, calm yourself down. He's not leaving, he's going to stay in the NFL. But I agree with you about this, the percentage wise. Uh, you hit a right point.
2: So is that the only one they have right now? What was that? You said that was the only uh, DM question that we had?
1: We only had that one. That was it. And it was, and I got down like on a Monday last week, so and that was pretty simple. It was happening right when the um, – right. I, I literally read the article or listened – read the article on Barstool Sports. And that, I listened to the, uh, the podcast. I uh, forget who. It was Big Cat, Uh, part of my take, and I listened to it and literally like – right when I look, I look at my phone and I go, Oh, I got we got a DM. It's like, oh someone's trying to get in our DM and it's the same question about him, man. Manziel. So I'm like person had to know I was listening to this podcast at this same time. Had to know. But it's nice. At least we got a podcast and Chris Wood gave us a call. I was really surprised that he called us. But that's he gave information. Gotta get Jay Barker back in the XFL somehow. Uh he is a XFL former player. Uh, XFL to 2K Sports, yeah, little case Golden, of course. XFL to Fox could happen. So look, not a lot of news is coming out of the XFL because Vince McMahon is a stubborn man. He's more ready. He his his concentration right now is solely on an event that takes place one month from tomorrow, and that is WrestleMania. I see stuff of the XFL start popping around, news popping out coming out after WrestleMania. So, I do believe we want, we're going to have some type of information and start in April, maybe June time frame, in my opinion. But I can change. Uh, any maybe he'll of drop
2: some on? Easter eggs. Maybe he'll be dropping some Easter eggs in between the uh, the matches, you know, maybe have some advertisements. Coming 2020,
1: the XFL.
2: Something like that. Mm-hmm. Of course.
1: So uh, any last thoughts, sir? No, I think that
2: uh, we had all the notes this week. I just, man, I'm just so saddened to hear about Jay Barker losing his gig. I mean, <laughs> we were literally just talking about him. I hope that we weren't like some bad juju on him. And then poof, that was that. I'm sure we had nothing to do with it.
0: But it if seemed
2: extremely
1: if we, coincidental. If we're bad juju right now, uh, I'm going to say this right now. So it, if, it, if we are not we're bad luck. So that means we're the man and curse podcast. So let's go. Uh, uh, Aaron Judge, you're the greatest uh, home run hitter of all time. Carlos Stan, you're the you're, you're <laughs> like stud to hit home runs. CC Sabathia, you're the best pitcher since Babe Ruth. That curse on them. Okay, so the Yankees can fall apart and the Red Sox go to the American League this year. So that's we have bad. <laughs> the only way <laughs> we'll to know is in time. I'm not taking shots at the Yankee fans. I'm not personally taking shots at you. If you're a Yankee fan, you – if you're a Yankee fan, but yet you're a Yankee fan, there's no – that's fine. Like a Duke in North Carolina. That's not going to happen. That's like Cowboys and Redskins. It's not going to happen.
2: That drives me crazy. Like whenever I see Cowboy fans that live in Washington, I hate that. Um, you can't you,
1: you can't stop that. There are people like that everywhere. In fact, are more fan of the opposing team at the stadium, while the Jaguars are in a big-time playoff push. But that's the NFL time's for change. you, and time's and Fan bases and younger generations, when they get older, they'll start supporting the team. So, anyways, we're going to last hour, 90 minutes short, and what we are doing right now. Less ranks, more to the point. Next week, we are going to be. I want to do a rules show Talk about what rules do we want to be at. What do we see? Some you know, scenarios that can possibly happen. And of course, if Chris Wood Brings more news at Birmingham, what do too. Or, of course, if there's any XFL news. Um, so that's next Sunday. But next Sunday is also WWE Fastlane. So most likely we'll be doing this show either. I am free all next weekend. I'm available all next weekend. So I can do the show on a Friday, Saturday. I don't care. So we'll give you guys up-to-date information when we'll go live. Most likely it will not be at the time of the next week. Because WWE Fastlane is on and I'll be watching that. Um, but besides from that, we'll give you the skills, updates, breaking news, blogs, whatever, want to be informed. You have no last thoughts. But I do have one thing that I want to do to keep the tradition alive. We'll
0: going back. to
1: sweet one. we straight. No further ado, we're not going to keep you here any much longer, gentlemen. Thank you for upon us. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you. We're at 105 followers on Twitter. Uh, thank, you. thank you for downloading stuff. Will be on iTunes and your local podcast free app because I get notified of, all of them when they get uploaded. So therefore, I'm J Dash. You can find us at XPeepCat. We'll be back next week with two shows, but we'll tell you when the schedule is. I'm Jay Dash, A, Future President of the United, and your current WWE United States Champion in WWE 2K18. That's because I pulled the title away from AJ Styles. Anyways, good show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank for tuning in. Thank you for Chris Wolfe for calling. Go look up information due to the wrestling guys. We'll be back next week for. Information about the XFL if there's it if not we'll just rant for an hour anyways, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe, drive safe, drink safe, whoever thinks safe.
2: See you next week. Take it easy, guys.
0: Oh. I'm touching myself tonight.